Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weatherpeak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday listen to Conversation with Unc hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What's up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, January 28th. A big weekend of football ahead. Uh, Should be a really, really good one. Very excited for it. Fired up for conference championship weekend. We will get to picks, where my money's at. I know we had a really, really strong divisional round weekend. Obviously, the games were great, but also, um, listen, it was... A little over a five-figure victory for me last weekend with the Rams um, and the Chiefs coming through, and I, I just I didn't feel super confident in Titans and uh, Bengals, and then um, the Packers 49ers game, and I have 49ers futures, so I kind of largely laid off those, and the Rams and Chiefs came through, and I don't feel as confident this weekend, so I don't have as much in play. Um, but I'm excited for going to the Rams game. We have been able to secure tickets. The squad, the fam, fam band, we will be in attendance. Um, we had to do that funny thing where it's like, oh, we're going to go to the Rams game. And, uh, you know, I start looking around. I'm like, oh, man, I have no gear. Like, I don't have one Rams T-shirt. And, of course, you go to the local sporting goods store chain, and they have, like, six options and they're all like triple extra large and not good so the wife went scurrying around was able to secure uh some rams gear uh we have a couple rams hats um but 
you know, you wait till the last minute and the t-shirts are sold out everywhere because the Rams are on the cusp of going to the Super Bowl. Um, so that should be a fun experience this weekend. Rams Niners. Um, we'll get to all that shortly. Not, not a ton of other uh, action in sports. Uh, there was a Carmelo Anthony incident late last night uh, in the Lakers loss to the Sixers. I I can't get too worked up about it. A couple dudes mouthed off to Carmelo Anthony. Oh, shocker. Like somebody said something. Nobody dumped a beer on him. Nobody said any obscenities. Nobody talked about his family. I don't. I, I. Again, based on the information that's out there early this morning, I can't get that worked up about Carmelo Anthony. Like, you know, uh, imagine if I got uh, huffy and puffy at every idiot who yelled at me on social media. You know, I would waste all my time. Uh, you know, Carmelo's in the arena. Obviously, if somebody's yelling really, really bad stuff, derogatory stuff, get him kicked out. LeBron's done that before. You know, um, it, you know, the guy made a statement. Uh, a couple apparently, there's two groups. I don't. I don't know why they pick it on Melo. But nevertheless, Lakers lose to the Sixers and life goes on. I also, another story I can't get too worked up about. And again, this is kinder, kindler, gentler Jason as we are in 2022. Try not to get too worked up. Um, Andrew Wiggins is a, a starting all-star. And all these people are like, oh, you, you've got to bash Wiggins tomorrow. You've got to crush it. I'm like, why? <laughs> you know, he's a former number one pick. He's having a really good year with the Warriors. The Warriors were dominant in the... Western Conference until Draymond Green goes down. I don't, I mean, like, I, uh, honestly, I I pay very little attention to who the all-star starters are. Pop quiz, hot shot. Yes, I may or may not have seen speed on cable Thursday while working on some things. Uh, who were the starting all-stars three years ago? Go. Like, nobody knows. Nobody cares. Like, come on, it's an all-star game. Uh, I'm happy for Wiggins. You know, John Morant's going to be a starter. He's playing great. He's playing his way into the MVP race. But again, like, these are not things that are worth getting worked up about to me. Now, I will, before we get to the picks, I do want to talk about uh, two NFL coaching hires. First, Hackett, um, obviously going to Denver with the potential to bring Aaron Rodgers, significant. I think it's a great, great, tremendous hire by um, uh, the Denver Broncos. I thought, uh, you know, like, listen, I don't particularly think much of Hackett, but as I explained earlier, the idea that he can bring Aaron Rodgers potentially has to make him an attractive candidate. Um, you know, he's a lifer in football. Uh, even though he's he's kind of young, he's I believe he's forty two years old. Just the idea that they can deliver Rodgers. And by the way, look at the Super Bowl odds, guys. The Broncos earlier this week were 35 to 1. They're now 18 to 1 to win the Super Bowl next year. They don't even have Rodgers yet. Now, I did take a flyer on them this year to win the Super Bowl uh, when the Rodgers rumors were out there. Didn't quite happen, didn't come through. But uh, I, I don't hate that hack it higher. I mean, if the other option was Dan Quinn, and by the way, the story's coming out of there. Um, our, our Dan Quinn did not interview well. I guess he's still a little arrogant. Hey, I went to the Super Bowl with the Falcons. Um, and now I've got to be Mike McCarthy's Aaron Boy DC. I'm going to go interview everywhere. So he goes interviews with the Bears and the Broncos, and they pass on him. And, you know, you feel a little bit, I don't know Dan Quinn personally, you feel a little bit bad that he has, you know, kind of suck up his ego and um, go back to Dallas. He'll be the DC. And Mike McCarthy's still going to be the head coach by all accounts. Kellen Moore's the alleged coach in waiting. And then there's Sean Payton waiting in the wings. So, Dallas, while they were a great story on the field, imploded in the playoff loss to the 49ers. And worse yet, now have Kellen Moore sitting there waiting because he's the new Jason Garrett. He's going to be the future head coach. 
Dan Quinn thinks it should be him. Nobody really likes McCarthy. And then, oh yeah, Sean Payton's doing TV, and you know if he's coming back anywhere, it's to the Dallas Cowboys. So some fun happening in uh, in Dallas. Um, but I, I think the one I'm going to sink my teeth into here for a second is Chicago Bears hiring uh, the kid Ibraflus. And I say kid, he's not a kid, he's 51 years old. But he's a relative newcomer. I feel like the first time I recognized his name was when the Colts traveled to uh, Kansas City, I think it was two years ago, and there was a Sunday night football game, and Eberflus threw some junk defense at Patrick Mahomes, totally flustered him, rattled him, and he could do nothing. And Patrick Mahomes lost to the Colts, and that was the game where it was like, oh, this Eberflus guy knows what he's doing. And... I think this was two years ago. And then last year, he, I think, interviewed for a couple of head coaching jobs. And then this year, gets the Bears. He's going to be working for a guy that I, I mean, maybe the hardcore Bears fans will know him. I personally don't. This guy polls. Uh, his story is interesting. And again, I talked earlier this week about how I always root for the underdog. You guys know me. I feel like I'm a career underdog myself. Uh, I, I got one of the best jobs on planet Earth. And I'm I'm extremely happy, but you know this my kind of job goes to a lot mostly former athletes. Like that's who's doing this, and I feel like I'm extremely fortunate. Now, as an outsider, I can say it it can be stressful uh, watching other people get jobs that you know maybe I think I why am I not doing that? Um, but you can't harp on and worry about other people. Everybody has their own path. Uh, sometimes it takes time. Sometimes you can leap the line. Like. It's it's an ever-evolving process. I, I try to stay grounded. I've been very hashtag blessed um, to get where I am and work my butt off, frankly. And, and I'm sure there's people out there saying, that guy's in over his head. Well, you know, on my, I think, third contract at Fox and extremely happy with how things are going, love life out here, like working for the people I do, um, and, and things seem to be going well. That being said, if you look at the Chicago Bears adding Ibraflus and this new GM, Ryan Poles, and I had to really look into this Poles guy. Um, and his hiring, he's been with the organization forever. He's still pretty young, but it's like, this guy has never been a GM. Like, really? Does he have enough experience? Well, he's been in Chicago a long time, and this is his first whack at being a GM. And... It's so funny because uh, if you guys follow me on the gram, um, I had my kid, I organized a little basketball game for my kid and uh, his fifth grade buddies at our at our court. And um, one of the dads there was telling me that he's building a house and he's telling me the story. And I think there's a relation kind of to this polls movement in um, Chicago who ended up hiring Eberflus. Um, so my guy's building a house and they're going through the process of finding a general contractor and this, one of their connections introduces them to someone and, you know, they take this meeting with this guy and he just talks such a good game, totally blows them away. Um, and he's got all these experience building houses and this and that. And ultimately near the end of the conversation when they're like, all right, great, let's start, let's talk Turkey. Um, He's like, okay, so how many times have you been a general contractor? On, and, and ultimately, it comes down to, well, well you guys will be my first. I, I've, uh, I've been a part of a million projects. I've been the foreman on a ton of projects. I've done this, with pro- but I've never been the lead guy. 
And it was like, my buddy was like, whoa, that was kind of jarring. But we liked the guy. And this, my buddy does listen to this. I hope I'm not speaking out of pocket. Um, and, and we liked the guy, so we went with him. And what do you know, uh, <laughs> didn't go great. And, you know, 80% of the way through building the house, they fired the guy. And ultimately, you know, hey, no regrets. You move on, live and learn. But his number one takeaway was, I will say this, you pay for what you get and you want guys with experience. That matters. Uh, and I'm not going to go rip the, the new general contractor, but like, I feel like that's kind of what's happening in Chicago. Poles has never been a GM. And I know, I, well, Jason, how are you going to ultimately get to be a GM if you've never been a GM? And I get this question all the time from people who want to get a job and they come to me on Instagram and in the DMs and say, Jay, I want to do what you're doing. How, how do I get a job in radio and TV? I'm like, well, what have you done? And they're like, well, how do I do anything? Like, how do I gain that experience if I don't have it? And it, it is a tough question. It's not easy. I know a lot of guys listening to this really want to get into sports media. And I've talked about this ad nauseum for about 15 years. You have to find what you're great at where you can find almost like gambling an edge and cut through. And you, it's, it's difficult. It's extremely, you have to find an in. You can try to be a generalist and slowly climb the ladder. And the old formula was you go to, you know, Des Moines, uh, Iowa for two years in radio. Then you move up to double uh, A in Topeka. Uh, and then you maybe get to triple A in like uh, Minneapolis. And now you're like 45 years old and apparently you've put in your dues and you put in your time. And now you're ready for one of the major markets assuming you get that opportunity. It's like that with a lot, TV, radio, that you, that's like the old model. The new model is how can you get noticed by the AAA and the majors without single A, double A experience? And my perspective was, I was fortunate, uh, I made a website that was kind of popular. Um, 2006, it started. 2011, I sold it. You know, it was written about in the New York Times and all this. So, like, I was able to find my way in. Other people now, you can build a massive following on social media. You got to, but again, you can't just go on social media and people aren't going to follow you. What is unique about your content? What are you giving people? What are you building that they can't get anywhere else? And I, I just wonder with this hire in Chicago, like, think about this. You have a kind of a GM who has never done this. He is in a city that's kind of unforgiving. He just hired a head coach who has is a defensive guy. Your quarterback just finished his rookie year. He's going to need a new offensive coordinator. And you guys know how this goes. If any offensive coordinator in the league is good or great, he's gone within two years to be a head coach. So, and then what? You're going to have to start the cycle over with Justin Fields getting a new OC? I'll be, I'll be frank. The, the Brian Dable situation in Buffalo has to be really concerning for Bills fans, right? Brian Dable, uh, Josh Allen, go look at those first two years. Like, eh, okay. We don't know what he is. It looks okay. Then he makes the jump to light speed with Dable. And then this year, and again, borderline you know, MVP-ish candidate. Then go look what he did in the playoffs at Dable. And now Dable's leaving. And you can say, well, come on, Josh Allen's fine. Is he? Do we know? Like, it ain't that easy, guys. And it's, 
I just don't know if, and again, I'm not bashing Eberflus. I'm not bashing Poles. Um, and I know that the theory is, hey, we're, we're going to come in, we're going to build. And you got a lot of shit to do in Chicago, guys. The defensive tackle, Hicks, the 32. Khalil Mack coming off a bad injury season, 30. Robert Quinn, 31. So that's three guys in your front four on the wrong side of 30. Maybe you can build around Roquan Smith. But you got a young quarterback, no OC as of yet. You got Allen Robinson, your best receiver, is probably bouncing almost certainly in free agency. Uh, Jimmy Graham's gone. Maybe Cole Komet's pretty good. Ends up being good. I like the running back, Montgomery. Um, but there isn't a ton of talent on this team. Two playoff trips in the last 11 years. And I, I you never want to say people are set up to fail, but I talked about this last year with Enemy when he was with uh, you know the Chiefs and everybody was outraged. Why is he not getting looks? What's going on here? This is racism. That's like, all right, well, what job do you want Enemy to take? Because I would say six of these eight jobs, these guys are going to be fired in three years. Everybody loves the idea of building something. But for whatever reason, in 2022, you're not allowed to let anything bake. Remember, Zach Taylor of the Bengals came into this season on the hot seat. He was one of the leading candidates to be fired, uh, according to the gambling odds. And Joe Burrow saved his ass. And it's just, it's the league is real weird. If you don't have a quarterback, good friggin' luck. If you do have a quarterback... You've got to play almost everything right. Now, obviously, not everybody can be the Chiefs, but listen, Mahomes wasn't the number one overall pick. Remember, they traded up to get him in the Deshaun Watson draft. Mitchell Trubisky went ahead of Patrick Mahomes, and Trubisky, I think, is a backup somewhere now, maybe in Buffalo. Um, but I just I look at that Eberflus hire, I'm like, I just don't know. And yes, uh, to go full circle before we get to my picks, it kind of comes back to my Jets. You guys hired Salah? Salah, 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 however you want to say it. It wasn't a good first year. Now, I know you needed to bring in a positive, upbeat, rah-rah guy after the negative Adam Gase situation. You wanted to go opposite. But it wasn't a good year for the OC LaFleur until late in the season when they had nothing to lose and they were just, you know, dicking around on offense and they had all of a sudden they brought out good plays. But I just, I think at these days, you really have to hire an offensive guy. You 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 really do. That's got to be the move. And whoever gets Dayball, whether it's the Giants, uh, the Dolphins, obviously two teams I don't like at all. Sorry, Miami Dolphins fans. Um, they're going to be sitting pretty. Now, neither of them has a quarterback. Sorry, two is not a quarterback. But um, I just, I found that interesting. Like, I know the idea of, hey, let's give it a shot with Poles and Eberflus. Like, all right. Yeah. I, I, it's just, I can't get excited. If I'm a Bears fan, and I know a lot of Bears fans listen to this podcast, I, I just don't know if it's a great day today in Chicago, especially weather-wise. Just kidding. All right, without further ado, let's get to the picks for Conference Championship Weekend. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. 
Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. All right, so final good weekend of the NFL season. I'm not counting Super Bowl weekend as good because it's one friggin' game. At least we get two on Sunday. I hope everybody enjoys their Saturday wide open. No NFL. Watch a lot of college basketball. Um, but I want to get in picks for Sunday, and I have been waffling a lot. And it's been a good playoff run. Made some money. Very happy with Rams last week and Chiefs. Of course, there was some luck involved at the end, but there's luck in almost every game. So I'll go through the two games. Uh, Rob, who's still probably a little devastated, right, Rob, from that Raiders loss? What? Why would I, I you be have devastated? to be a little bit, right? Not, not, I mean, listen, not that devastated. Not that devastated. Okay, no. fair enough. Um, I guess let's start with the early games: Bengals and Chiefs. And my thought before, like when the Bengals won against the Titans, right? My thought, Rob, was, well, I'm just going to hammer the Chiefs or Bills. They're going to kill this team. They're not good. And then you see it open at six and a half, which is kind of low, like less than a touchdown. What what do they know in the books that nobody else does? 
and all the professionals hit it at seven, and then we're recording this Thursday. Uh, early Thursday, limits are raised around Vegas, and all of a sudden, it's like there's some extra juice on the seven, so it's headed towards seven and a half. And I'm, I just start wondering, Rob, like, are we overvaluing the Chiefs after last week's thrilling game? It was the last game. It was the best game. We did this with the Bills the week before. Remember the perfect game against the Patriots? Everybody loves the Bills. Everybody loves the Bills. I mean, I would say the Chiefs were the side in that game. They led for much of it. Um, Obviously, the Bills were incredible late, but something tells me. Again, we're later in the week. I think I want to bet the Bengals seven and a half here. Not a huge bet, because again, this is there's a scenario where you know this is um, what, what was the game a couple years ago? Uh, Pat Mahomes against the wasn't it against the Titans when the Titans were like a surprise entrant, and Titans took a lead early, and then the, I think the Chiefs scored like fifty points or uh, something insane like that. I don't have the box score in front of me, but they just pulled away and dominated. And I can kind of sort of see that, but I uh, my, the only reason Rob I like the Bengals a little bit to cover, not a lot is I look at this Chiefs defense, and it's not great. We know that. And they've only faced a couple of good quarterbacks late. I'm not counting like Ben Roethlisberger, okay? They got lit up by Joe Burrow. They got lit up by Justin Herbert. And they got torched by Josh Allen. And I mean, they these good quarterbacks eviscerated the Chiefs defense. I don't see why Burrow wouldn't have a ton of success against his Chiefs defense again. And Rob, the one thing that I keep looking at, one of my biggest edges last week in that Rams-Bucks game was, what does Todd Bowles do? It's in his DNA. He blitzes all the time. Highest rate in the league. That's what he loves to do. Stafford kills the blitz. So it comes down to, what do you think is going to happen? Is Bowles going to suddenly not blitz? Or is he going to continue to blitz? Well, he kept blitzing and Stafford killed him, including on the game deciding play to Cooper Cup. Look at the Chiefs. Spagnolo. he's not some young guy. These young guys are a little more flexible. They're willing to change and adapt. Spagnuolo is 62. They have blitzed top 10 percentage in the league the last two years. They love to blitz. What happened last week when the Titans, who don't blitz a lot, what happened when they blitzed Burrow? Are you ready for this, Rob? This number is staggering. They blitzed Burrow 11 times. He was 10 for 10 for 192 yards and a touchdown. The other time he got sacked. Blitzing Burrow is stupid. He will put up points on you. He's got great receivers to win one-on-one. Is Spagnolo going to continue to blitz? Oh, we'll, we'll mask it. We'll disguise it. We'll come from this side and that side. We'll come up the middle. We'll, we'll rattle Burrow. We know the offensive line stinks and you're going to get to him. But I give Higgins and Boyd and Chase, all of them, to me, have a big edge on the outside anywhere against the Chiefs. So I think Burrow can kind of sort of keep up. I think the back door is going to be open. And I think if I can get a seven and a half, Rob, I, I'm going to bet the Bengals. I, I just don't see Spagnolo all of a sudden stopping the blitz, dropping back in his zone. Now they can maybe get there with four with Clark and Chris Jones and Ingram. Maybe they can, but the Titans could not hesitate. Oh, we got a blitz. We got a blitz. And they got lit up. Rob, I think I like the Bengals at seven and a half. You know what? When I saw the line open up to your point, I think I saw it. It opened up at, what was that? Six and a half. Six and a half. Yes. And so... When I saw six and a half, my first thought was, okay, I'm going to take the Chiefs because I think they're going to win this one by a touchdown. Right. To your point, I was, I'm expecting the Chiefs to get out on them early just like they did in week 17, and you know we'll see what happens from there. Once I saw the line moving up, and once it crossed over that seven-point threshold, my, my line of thought completely shifted over to the Bengals. And hmm. if you look back to week 17, there were nine drives offensively for the Bengals. Half of them were over four and a half minutes long. 
Okay. So the Bengals, just like Solomon Wilcott said on the pod yesterday, they have a recipe that works for them against this Chiefs offense. That is control the ball, and they're still explosive. It's not like they're just running the ball three yards, three yards, three yards, and then, you know, work the clock that way. They can control the ball, control the pace, while also still living off of Joe Burrow's arm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think that what's going to have to happen for Kansas City is, to your point, Steve Spagnuolo is going to have to fundamentally change what he likes to do in order to ensure that the Chiefs are going to win this game. I think they're going to win either way. I think they're going to, I just don't know if they're going to cover the spread. But early on in the season, Pat Mahomes was struggling mightily, like Joe Namath struggling against the due team safety look. Oh, All right, geez. you know, because it, it took away what made Pat Mahomes Pat Mahomes. He wanted to push the ball down the field. He wanted to take the big shot to Tyreek Hill. He wanted to go deep to McCole Hardman. And when teams put that too deep shell on him, he it, it went against his nature to take the check down. Flash forward to the divisional round against the uh, the Bills. The Bills played over 90% of the game in too deep shell, daring Pat Mahomes to check it down. And that's exactly what he did. And he still had... What was it 300 some yards and, and, and a bunch of touchdowns? He was Kel, unstoppable. Uh, Tyreek off the yak. I yeah. Mean, I mean, when, when you have weapons like that, you can be patient. You just have to make sure that you pick your spots. And Spagnolo, to your point, loves to blitz. He, he, that's one of the things that hits his calling card going back to the Giant days. But with that front four, with Chris Jones and Malvin Ingram especially, and as porous as that Bengals offensive line is, if you're patient, you can get home with four guys. Yeah. You don't need to blitz to try to, you know, rush Joe Burrow into making a decision. So I think if he can be patient, kind of go against what his nature is, I think that the Chiefs cruise in this one. If he doesn't, I think the Chiefs win a close one. Yeah, the it, it, great point about Mahomes and versus the two deep. So the other aspect is early in the season, he was still trying to make those YOLO plays. And I looked this up. In that loss to Baltimore, which was brutal, I had the uh, I had the Chiefs in that game. He had one carry. In that loss to the Chargers at home, he was reluctant to run. He was trying to make plays, forcing shit. Four carries. You watch that game against Buffalo. I didn't see any forces, Rob. He was running the football. Seven carries, 69 yards, touchdown. 69, haha. <laughs> it, it just seems like Mahomes... Maybe maybe the Chiefs, even during the regular season, were like, you know what? Hey, this is the regular season. We have been to two straight Super Bowls. We don't want you getting hurt. Stay in the pocket. Try to make plays. Uh, let's not put you out there getting decked by linebackers and safeties. And it just it felt like last week I didn't, I'm not seeing Mahomes forcing stuff. Um, and remember, by, by the way, as much as we love this Chiefs offense, Rob, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, for a quarter, totally bottled them up. Totally. They could do nothing. In fact, they were trailing 7 nothing in that game. Now, obviously, they broke out of it. They scored 42 points in two straight games. I don't think you're going to make a lot of money betting against Mahomes and Reed. Um, that's a dominant combo. I did do the teaser earlier in the week I mentioned to you guys. I'll do a little on Bengals 7.5. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 49ers Rams is the really, really interesting game. Um, I would say there's a better than 50% chance we get tickets and the family makes the trip over to SoFi for this one. I I hate the three and a half, but Rob, this is another one where explain the line to me. So everybody knows Shanahan owns McVay. That's obvious. Six straight. Yes, four of them were against Goff. Um, but essentially Shanahan has dominated this series. They won two this year, but in the second one, they trailed 17-0. And it's funny because McVeigh has this really like bulletproof thing where when he's leading at halftime, it was automatic, right? 45-0 and when he was leading at halftime. And then came week 18 where he gets ultra conservative. They blow the 17-3 halftime lead and lose. So like everything McVeigh has, Shanahan, it just dominates him. And okay, I, I get that. That's out there. Everybody knows that. A lot of like professionals have been on the 49ers. A lot of people are betting the Niners. Yet, Rob, this line is hanging tough at three and a half. Now, we'll see where it goes. Maybe it goes to three, at which point I, I love the Rams. But I keep asking myself, why isn't this going to three? If it's so obvious that San Fran dominates and they got Debo and, and Kittle, 
Why is this three and a half? And I keep coming back to this, that I do believe that the books are okay with everybody betting San Fran because they know that in the history of the NFL, Fox Research looked this up, no team has won four straight road games ever. Now, there's a small, tiny sample size because it's never going to happen in the regular season. You basically have to go final week and then playoffs. But four straight road games, yes, two of them are just down the coast of L.A., but almost more importantly, seven of nine road games. Seventh road game in nine weeks. And let me just remind you guys, they got a little lucky against the Packers, right, Rob? I mean, this is a team that did nothing offensively against a, you know, a slightly above average defense. Nothing. And then they get a punt block for touchdown and a field goal in the final five minutes and pull off a, a stunning win. When they were pretty much dominated for much of, not dominated, but they were behind for much of that game. And I, I'm not going to like over read into that game as just one game, but the offense did not look sharp. Now, obviously, when you look at the matchup against the Rams, the Rams are built to rush the passer, right, and win in the secondary. Well, that's not the 49ers game. They're kind of zagging. They're like, we're going to win with a ground attack uh, and play action, right? We're going we're gonna to grind Debo. We're going to go over the middle to, uh, to Kittle. And it's funny, Rob, I did look this up on Pro Football Focus. I might have mentioned it earlier in the week. I've uh, done a lot of media this week, and I'm forgetting what I'm saying. But in the first meeting, Rams-Niners, Rob, this is a crazy stat. Garoppolo did not attempt one pass to the left side of the football field. Now, he didn't throw a lot of passes because they won 31-10, but did not attempt one pass to the left side of the field. Now, I don't know if Ramsey was parked over there because it's weird when Ramsey faces the Niners, there's not like a great matchup. Like last week, Ramsey, stick with Mike Evans. Evans did get the better of him late. But, you know, if Ramsey's just locking off one side, just throw to the other side or throw to the middle, which is where Garoppolo eats. And the that matchup's not great, but Rob, this comes down to again. What do you believe? Because none of this stuff is predictive. There is no predictive NFL stats. There's some stats that may lean toward predictive, but if it were predictive, everybody would be betting it and the house wouldn't be winning. And the only thing that I can, I keep falling back on is this is a tired 49ers team. Rams, triple revenge, if you will. Uh, McVay getting the narrative monkey off his back. I, I know the matchup and, and what Shanahan does is not great for the Rams. But, Rob, from my perspective, I just refuse to believe that once again, McVay is going to get coached into a body bag and he's going to coach scared with the lead in the fourth quarter. And there's going to be 60% fans of 49ers at the game. I, 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 everybody's saying the same thing in their handicap for this. And as a result, I think I'm going the other way and, I, and I'm going to take the Rams. And I, I don't want to lay the three and a half, but I, I think I might if I don't get the three. Oh, I'm definitely laying the three and a half. Oh. And, and you know, th- there was this narrative, you know, I think you were one of the guys who might have said it as well, is that Sean McVay coached scared there at the end of the game. You know, rather than trying to win the game in the last two minutes, they ran clock, ran clock, and then it ultimately led to the Jimmy G uh, tying the game in regulation. I looked at the, the whole second half, though, not just, you know, the last four minutes. They had six drives, the Rams offensively in the second half. Five of them had 14 or fewer yards. Four of them had less than 10 yards. And were they all runs? <laughs> no. And so that's the thing is you would think like, hey, you know, the narrative was he got a tight took his. He didn't, he didn't want to force. He got the lead. He's going to play conservative. The opposite. They started out the first drive. It was two run, two Sony Michelle runs and then a, a three and out. And then 
after that, they just decided we're going to keep throwing the football with Matthew Stafford. And Matthew Stafford, as he's been known to do outside of this postseason run, threw an interception that was costly. Uh, in overtime, threw another interception. Obviously, that kind of ended the game. But what made the Rams so difficult to stop against Tampa Bay was the Bucks have the number one run defense in football. It's not a secret. And even still, despite all the fumbles, despite what Cam Akers did in that first half at the goal line, they gave him the ball 23 times. Oh, or 24 times, excuse me. Yeah. They had to have some sort of balance to their offense so that they don't have to put the ball in Matthew Stafford's arm every single play. You know, I, I think that he has a lot of talent. I, I, again, I, before the season, I picked him out to win the Super Bowl. But you don't want to have him be in a situation where your entire offense is resting on his right shoulder, especially against a team like San Francisco, who historically has outcoached you, is tougher than you, even if they don't have as much talent as you do. And so I think that Sean McVay and the Rams offense, I mean, they, had, they got asked on uh, Wednesday, McVay, a, a reporter asked in point bank period, is uh, Kyle Shanahan in your head? Because you've lost six straight to him. Like that, that's where they're at right now. And I think that the Rams are going to learn from their mistakes in the last game or the last matchup against San Francisco. They're going to apply more of what they learned against Tampa. And that is we cannot be one dimensional against this team. Yeah. We have to be uh -huh. balanced. And if it comes down to the end of the game, this is the only thing I will say. Rather than just trying to run clock, we're going to go out and win the game. We're not going to just yeah. kind of run, it, run this out. Yeah, just because he has been ultra conservative in a bad way in two of the last three games, that doesn't mean he's going to be ultra conservative again, right? And uh, this just popped up as a recording. Trent Williams, another DNP at practice, the left tackle for the Niners, one of the best left tackles in the league. Now, he did not play in week 18 for the Niners, but it's undeniable that Trent Williams is one of the best tackles in the league, and that would be a big loss. Now, no word yet on Whitworth, but... Uh, Rob, for the 49ers, I don't know if you've seen the injury report. It, it it ain't pretty. And and this is not just about Trent Williams. Again, this speaks to the seven road games in nine weeks, four straight uh, on the road. Sitting out practice Wednesday, again, Bosa sat out, Alex Mack, not injury related. But Elijah Mitchell, the running back, who's their bell, bell cow, uh, did not practice. Trent Williams, obviously, and Jeff Wilson. This was from Wednesday. Thursday, we're now hearing Trent Williams, again, did not practice. Now, it's just it's just one small note, okay? These injuries on a, on a Thursday, are they not practicing? Are the Friday are they practicing? You know, that's when it gets real serious. Um, but for the purposes of this podcast and my wallet, I am going to be betting the Kansas City Chiefs team total. Yes, a little exotic team total over thirty one. If you see thirty one and a half, I think that's fine. I, I don't know how. The Bengals really stop them. Now, if Rob's strategy of run, 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 slow pace, uh, keep the Chiefs off the field, that could kill me. But they scored 28 in the first half against the Bengals last time. They had a kick return called back. And they didn't really get chances in the second half or they they would have scored well more than, over 31. I can see this being another shootout. Um, the weather doesn't look like it's going to be a factor. I'll bet the Chiefs team total. Uh, I'll take a nibble on Bengals 7.5. I'm betting the Rams at 3. I kind of wanted Rams money line too, uh, but that's getting greedy, you know? That's like last week. I had Rams money line, Rams plus three. It was a monster win. Felt great. Um, I'll look at props as we get closer. Uh, I, I do want to say I, uh, the one thing, Rob, about the Chiefs, there's no way that Spagnolo leaves his guys one-on-one -on -one with Chase again, right? 
I mean, Ch- Chase had 266 in the first beat. That's one thing he absolutely will not do, correct? I would hope not. I think the biggest injury, you mentioned Trent Williams with the Niners and, and that being a huge one, obviously. But I think the biggest injury concern heading into the weekend is Terry Matthew. Because oh, if mean, he yeah. does not play, they're going to have to change a lot of what they do in the secondary. Daniel Sorensen, as uh, Solomon Wilcox noted, is not great in coverage. So that's this is probably the worst team to have a, a liability in coverage to go against. Because if they do not, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase will light them up. Uh, yeah, I would, I would just say... So, okay, let's say he still wants to blitz. He's not going to leave Chase alone. He just will. There's no way he would do that again. He'll probably be fired if he does that again and Chase goes for 200 and the Chiefs lose. He'll be fired on, on, on Monday morning. So in that scenario where you have an extra DB over uh, an extra safety, maybe you play a lot of nickel, a lot of dime. I mean, hell, the Bengals are going to probably try out three and four receiver sets a lot. What wide receiver eats? And that's where the props come into play. And I would look at Boyd. And I would look at T. Higgins. Uh, Higgins, you know, a, a little slower, but the big body uh, can go up and get it. I just think po- Boyd could eat. If the Chiefs do blitz, he's going to want to get it out quick. That could mean the tight end. That could mean Boyd. Could be mixing out of the backfield. Who had a big week last week against the Titans catching. Um, so there's a lot of opportunities and props. I know this is going a little overboard, but folks, this is final real weekend to gamble in the NFL. Uh, and obviously, the Super Bowl will be, will be huge, but... That's a market that's out there for two weeks. It's tough to find edges when everybody's betting. Um, I think I could find a couple in this one, and uh, hopefully you guys can uh, get to the window. Rob, you want? To, we'll just go with final with scores. I will go Chiefs forty-two. Yes, three straight forty-two games. Uh, Bengals thirty-seven, and I will go Rams twenty-eight. Uh, no, Rams 30, 49 or seventeen. Okay, I mean the forty-two blew my mind there. I'm like, no, they scored forty-two the other two games. Bengals defense stinks. Let me let me just write these down. Okay, that that, that was wild. Forty-two thirty-seven. All right, go. Okay, so I'm gonna go with uh, Chiefs thirty-four, and and that's a a specific number because I don't know if you know this, but the Chiefs have averaged thirty-three point two points per game in the playoffs with Mahomes at the starting quarterback. So I'm right there at their average thirty-four. I'm at thirty-four twenty-eight. Bengals get 28, which is why I'm taking the Bengals and the points in this situation because the number is currently at mm-hmm. seven and a half. Um, I'm going to take the uh, the Rams. I'm, I'm giving up the three. I think this was going to be a lower scoring game, though, you know, relative to what people might expect with the Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan That's brain right. trust. Mm-hmm. Um, let me get the, the Rams 27, 49ers 20. Uh, well, actually, the total is 46 and a half. So oh. 47, and I landed on 47 too. Uh, that's funny. Uh, we both like overs in both of them. All right, guys, enjoy the games. We'll be back on Monday. Have a great NFL weekend. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st. 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.